Welcome to Watch Our Crap Ins, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to watch. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me, as usual, is the wonderful and hilarious and talented and gorgeous Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. My apologies. You're hearing an echo. That's my fault. Uh, There. There should be no more echo. Say it again. Say hello. hello. Oh, good. I removed your echo. <laughs> Ten years in, we are still making the mistakes. So, um, you guys, hi, hi, Ronnie. How you doing today? I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? Just getting ready to travel the brown and packing. I'm spray painting the crappies. I have gold fingers. I've been biting my nails with gold, so I hope I didn't poison myself <laughs> with metallic paint. And just getting stuff ready. I'm so excited to travel around. I know uh, it's happening this week. It all starts this week um, on Thursday. Thursday night is the Golden Crappies. It's our 10-year anniversary. We got a lot planned. As Ronnie just said, he spray-painted some some actual Golden Crappy trophies that we're going to be giving out. And uh, it's going to be an amazing time. Uh, you can actually still get some tickets um, for Town Hall uh, in New York City. If you can't join us in person, then Moment House has got you covered. We're doing a digital experience, a worldwide digital experience. So it doesn't matter where you are in the world. You can actually watch. Um, so whatever you're doing on Thursday night, cancel it and grab a seat by whatever monitor you're using and watch us. It's gonna, It truly is going to be an amazing time. We have lots of special guests and surprises lined up. We're really excited for all of that. And then just two days later, we're going to New Jersey. Um, and in New Jersey, we are going to be doing the posh fashion show uh the episode is actually country clubbed from season two although ronnie we're gonna go we're gonna do a little bit before country club two right for continuity right isn't it gonna we're gonna we're gonna sort of start up actually the episode before a little bit yes well yes because i mean it's crazy i haven't watched country clubbed in years i didn't remember half the shit that went down this season or how crazy Danielle is and Teresa really I mean all animals you're all animals as they would say on that show and so yeah I mean if we just started right with episode 10 it just starts with screaming and yelling and you know chases so we have yeah. to kind of give some and plus I binged all of Jersey season one and season two up to that point this weekend so you know I've got a lot of fresh thoughts. So basically, the first half of the show is just listening to me rant and rave about Danielle. Okay, yeah. that's basically it. And Ashley, and Jacqueline, and oh, Teresa, I hate Ashley. So anyway, the point yeah. is this: go to season two, check out the last bit of episode eight, and then watch all of episode nine. That is what we're we're covering. And then, yeah. okay, so then in Boston, our plan was to cover the Real Housewives of Orange County, but Orange County actually is not on this week. So uh, the reason why it's not on is because Vanderpump Rules is doing a two-part reunion. Uh, part one is going to be having normal time, but part two is when Orange County normally is. So we're going to do part two of Vanderpump Rules in Boston, which will actually be really fun because Vanderpump Rules has some of our favorite impersonations to do. And so we always have fun with it. And I think we've actually done it in Boston before also. So it's like a it's a good, a good place for that. So uh, if you're listening at home and wondering where is that recap, it will be coming up on Sunday. 
So that's all yeah. the news about our our shows this week. A lot of cool stuff. And then next week is um, Atlanta, Nashville, and Orlando. So go to watchcrappings.com to get tickets. Uh, for Moment House, I didn't even say if you want to see if you want to see us virtually, go to momenthouse.com slash WWC uh, to watch us digitally. And if you want to watch us right now, guess what? This is Crappins on Demand, and I'm broadcasting from my childhood home again. Ronnie, do you see that uh, air conditioner behind me? See that? I do. RIP air conditioner. They better get that shit fixed by the <laughs> next time you come in summer because that's not going to be cute. No, the, the air conditioner is actually alive and well, but it's covered in a garbage bag right now. It looks like it's in an air conditioner body bag. It's like Laura Palmer, the Laura Palmer of air conditioners. <laughs> but it was every time I always complain about how cold and drafty it is in here. And so um, we taped up a garbage bag over the air conditioner. And guess what? It fixed it. So, <laughs> oh, wow. That's funny. Oh, parents' house. I know. Um, also, tonight is Take a Seat, which is our show on Spotify Green Room. So just get the Green Room app for that. We love doing that show. We talk to you guys. You talk to us. You talk to each other. We talk about current Bravo stuff. We don't do straight up recaps. This week, it's a doozy. Okay. I mean, Bravo, all the yeah. controversy coming out on Bravo the past year or two has been insane. You know, it's not really fun talking about racism and, and all that. So it's not like, hey, come join our comedy show. But man, some shit has gone down with this show, Salt yeah. Lake City. Jenny from Salt Lake City, a bunch of Facebook posts came out last week. They were unearthed. I mean, I don't know how you unearth Facebook posts. They're sitting right fucking there, people. But somebody posted a bunch of her I think someone from Reddit, actually. So thanks, wow. Sashal. Um, someone posted a bunch of her, you know, anti-black, racist. basically racist-ass posts. And so Bravo's been going, uh, really not, Bravo's not been doing anything. But the Bravo community has just been going nuts over it, understandably. And so we're going to talk about that. We'll go over the post tonight. Um, we'll all let you get your feelings out. We'll get ours out. Okay. Yeah. It'll be a good, uh, it'll be a good vent session for all of us. Um, but uh, by the way, I mean, but suffice it to say, like fuck Jenny. <laughs> yeah, fuck suffice Jenny. Let's say. just open this by saying, <laughs> fuck Jenny. Okay, fuck Jenny. And there's also like a Lisa Rinna blackfishing moment that was happening over. I mean, it's just like what, what the oh what's going God. on? What's happening? Was well, there an HR at Bravo? What's going on? Okay, that's my question. Is there an HR? Does we'll HR have all. a computer? We'll get into all of that. Yeah, it's it's a whole lot of stuff. Um, yeah. Which, by the way, we kind of were warned about by Jenny's niece, like at the top of the season. Her niece said, like, by the way, my aunt is terrible. And we we're like, oh, whatever. And then, well, you should have listened. Always listen to the niece. So <laughs> anyway, today we are talking about Salt Lake City. And OK, so let's putting the Jenny stuff aside, which we'll talk about tonight. Oh my God, Salt Lake City. Oh my, every single week. I mean, it, it was just like, it's just been so, so off the rails. I mean, this is, this is arguably, this might wind up being a top five season of all time for the Real Housewives. Yeah, it's absolutely nuts. And um, reading people's react, because of course, the first thing I did was go to Twitter after this shit and just sat there for two and a half hours scrolling through and reading all the tweets and stuff about this show. And people's divided opinions are so nuts i mean i it really shows how spoiled we are as as bravo lovers when you can read comments like this is so boring i'm so bored of, you know like i'm so <laughs> bored of the fight and it's not the majority obviously it's just you know there's going to be good and bad tweets about everything and everyone but when i come across those i'm like who are you what planet <laughs> are you from and what did they entertain you with there because this is stellar 
Yeah, I, I like don't understand how it, how this episode could be boring. I mean, every episode is just one is crazier than the next. I mean, the first half of the season was like very entertaining, but it was sort of like going normally. But once Jen got arrested, well, the wheels have just come off this thing in such a good way. It is it's just I'm like I'm at that point of the se- you know, it's a good season when you get to like episode 17 or so, which is where we're at. And when they, they, they're they about to show what's going to happen next week and you start to brace and you start, you say to yourself, oh my God, please don't say next week is the season finale. You have that moment. You're like, please just say next week on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, not on the season finale of the Salt, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yeah, that's going to be a rough time. Well, oh, and then the coming next weeks. You know what? We're even going to do a little recap of the coming next weeks, but <laughs> we're going to do that at the live show in Boston, okay? Because Boston is Salt Lake City night, so we've got to talk about Salt Lake City, but we can't talk about the episode before it airs, so we're going to talk a little bit about the next episode at Boston as well with Vanderpump Rules. So just wait for that, because that's going to be... I mean, even the coming next weeks are amazing. They They're are. amazing. I rewound them. And then Lisa Barlow was on Watch What Happens Live, which... By the way, all week she's been like, oh, just wait. We're going to address the Jenny, the Jenny rumors. We're going to address them on Watch What Happens Live. I love that, baby gorgeous. And so you, everybody turns on Watch What Happens Live to see them really address this. And they don't. It's just like a fun, like, racist. Well, it was recorded she, on Wednesday. Her friend is a racist and, you know, he's got a nice facist. It's, but, you know, all she said was, I don't condone that. I don't love that. Okay, next question. It's like, you guys can't set people up for this big, like, confrontation. Let's come confront the issues. And then that's all you give us. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, also, whoever leaked this, um, next time, if you're going to leak something like this, do it before the reunion. Okay, thanks. Thanks. No kidding. <laughs> like, come on now. Like, just yes. <laughs> it's timing. Timing. But I have to say, this did seem like perfect timing because certain things that were said during the show really just added to the whole Jenny experience, which we'll get to as they happen. So we're in a villa in Zion, which isn't really a villa. I mean, it's just like a huge house in Zion. And um, we're in the middle of a Jen scream fest. You know, this whole season has been like a murder show when the murderer gets caught and then they start sobbing and talking about what a fucking victim they they are but it happens every episode with jen and it's so funny watching jen try to adjust with like adjust to people buying or not buying her manipulations like a fucking toddler sobbing and then when that doesn't work she changes to victim and then when that doesn't work she changes to yelling and then when that doesn't work she changes to just being not i mean it's nuts (laughs) like flat the changes just like flash and she's totally different and then when all that doesn't work she just blames it on jenny (laughs) that's her new go-to thing yes it's it's like (laughs) wow did you hear there was an explosion in a warehouse what's jenny who told me about warehouse in the first place it's like what <laughs> um so uh so we're in the middle of like a crazy fight by the way because meredith and jen are screaming at each other from last episode where jen has just basically gotten into meredith's face with like that double finger like like it's like two fingers coming to land at jfk and she's like if i find out that you had anything to do with me going to jail i'm gonna tell you. oh wait coffee delivery oh thanks dad thank you not coffee that's a package delivery (laughs) (laughs) i love that right in the middle of my gen jam model like if you have anything to do with oh hi dad hi how are you 
so uh yeah jen is and they're at dinner they're in the backyard or the front yard i get the driveway having dinner and meredith is sitting down and jen does that thing where she comes right over her which is you know to like body block her or whatever screaming in her face putting her fingers in her face and meredith goes get out of my face and so jen does go back to her chair and meredith you know they're screaming about who's more aggressive and meredith is like i didn't get out of my chair did i and jen's like oh but you can scream at me and put your finger in my face and accuse me of doing she didn't scream at you or put her finger in your face okay literally none of those things none of those things you're not so. You're not so in your butt so. Okay. So basically, Meredith's like, bye, Jen. But I will disengage, sweetie. You traumatized us for two years again. Bye. So she gets up with her blanket and goes to the door. She's like, bye. And then she's doing this thing where she's so above it. So she starts, like, she just starts cackling in the background. <laughs> <laughs> she does. The Meredith cackles were coming out tonight. The Meredith accents. Meredith yeah. had 20 accents she tonight, had some too. weird accents. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, I'm missing You've traumatized, terrorized, and not been fan- been kind to us for years. <laughs> Goodbye. But Meredith does that thing where she walks off, opens the door, and closes it, but then opens it more to listen. Like she doesn't really walk <laughs> off. And so Jen is yelling at her. Oh yeah, well you, you, uh, you, you have ten lives. Yeah, you have ten lives. You have fake lives. Like what is she? So she's better than a cat. Like yeah. you can't even compliment people. I mean, you can't even criticize people well. <laughs> <laughs> and Meredith is like, who's calling who a front? Love you, baby. <laughs> so then she closes the door again. <laughs> yeah, and there's probably just like having an appetizer or something back there while she listens. <laughs> and Jen is like, I have never done anything, anything to her family, and you all know it! And Whitney just looks at her like, uh, awkward, like she looks away, and then you just get that. <laughs> the problems. <laughs> Whitney is so wasted, by the way. Like, her makeup has all gone away. I don't know how that happens. Like, you know how, like, there's some people that you know that when they get wasted, their makeup just disappears and their hair just gets messy. And I'm like, you were just sitting here at the table. Like, you weren't, like, dancing or anything. Where did all, How did this all happen? But somehow, like, the drunkenness just changes their, like, visual state. That's pretty much Whitney. And she's like... Ugh just sitting there and then um meredith is just at the door laughing <laughs> she's like she's, she's like, like a cuckoo door. clock <laughs> i mean it's so weird yeah it's just the door pops open and meredith's head comes out she's like <laughs> it's noon <laughs> it's now <laughs> it's no oh god i would love a meredith marks cuckoo clock <laughs> so then jen's like you keep laughing meredith she goes oh really jen <laughs> she's like yes she goes okay i'll pull up the text okay i'll pull up all the shit really jen oh really i'll pull up the texts i'll pull up the texts how could you pull up the text if you didn't send the texts jen <laughs> It's my it's, question. But it's Jen just her instinctive, even like, it's her instinctive, like, what she, it's her you instinctive, are. yes, yeah, yes, and. It's like, it's the I'm going famous to the store. you are I'm, argument. Yes. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to the store. No, I'm going to the store. I was like, okay. <laughs> so now Jen's you are argument comes on, and then the clown music comes. Yes. But it's not the regular clown music. It's like, you know, I love when they whip out some Peter and the Wolf, mm-hmm. and this time they're giving us the oboe, which mm-hmm. I don't know what animal was the oboe, but it's hilarious. It's like boom, 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 and Heather goes, you know, this whole trip started with the van ride from hell, which Mary and Meredith 
conveniently missed once again, which led to the dinner table of horrors, <laughs> which then we get a flashback of Meredith saying, I'm not revolting like you. And then Heather goes, which then led to a beautiful display of storming outs and storming backs. So now Meredith is at another part of the door, you know, now she's like hanging like mistletoe from the door. She's like, Jan, all I ask for you is to leave me alone and you can't even do that. So, and it's like, I'm not nothing to you, Meredith. I'm nothing. Oh my God. And it's like, you want to talk about it, honey? I'm trying to be kind and you just keep going. Because I'm hurt. Why would you bring up all this stuff? Why would you say a private investigator on this? And Meredith goes. And then Meredith, co- completely calm and out, goes, I'm telling the truth, Jam. And it's like, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And, Jen and just, then Jen does. She goes, like, it goes, when she does like a head swivel. And <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> Jen doesn't really know what to do. She doesn't know how to sort of like, you are that I'm telling the truth. So then Meredith is like, I said that an investigator told me with 90% certainty that he thought it was you. He also said with 90% certainty that we'd have high humidity tomorrow. There I said it. I hired Al Roker to look into you. Fine. And that's it. And, and right when I was thinking, please give me a hand flick, she went, that was it. That was it. <laughs> and she says, What's I didn't say you did it. I said, I don't know if you did it, but percentile says you did it. I mean, if it were the family feud, my family would have won points on that one. <laughs> is all I'm saying. We asked a hundred people, what are the top five traumas that Jan Shaw's committed against my family? And 90 of those people Send you the trauma was you sending text messages for the win. So now Jen is beat again, right? She has nothing. She's just yelled at this person for no reason and gotten in her face, right? So does she say, I'm sorry, I ever reacted? Nope. She just turns her anger to Jenny and starts screaming at Jenny. She's like, hey, what? Hey, you know what? You're the one who told me about this. You brought it up. You did this. You did this to me. That's why I brought it up to Meredith because you told me. What are you doing? And and Je- but then Jenny's like, I brought it up because I brought it up in Vale because because it was brought up in Vale. I never said you did anything. So Jenny's like, No, I was merely gossiping. I wasn't saying I wasn't saying that this happened. Um, I mean, I th- I don't think that Jenny is really the one to blame in this situation. But I just, I do. You do blame you Jenny so? Jenny for everything right now. I mean, well, traffic's yeah, bad. Well, is that right bitch's fault? <laughs> yes, but I'm just saying in this in this situation, you know. Um, it's just funny because I think that Jen sees where the power is in the show and she's like, fuck, well, this feud isn't working out. So let me just like pile on Jenny so I can repair my situation with Meredith because there's no future for Jenny on this show. I actually, you know, the general fuck you to Jenny aside, I actually disagree with you. This is totally her. She does go tattletale to people and then she acts like, why am I in trouble? Well, mm-hmm. because you tattletailed. But Jen is still, you know, it's like Brooke says later, like, who cares? Jen is still the one who allegedly did all of this. Like, Jen is making it so everybody else is screaming at each other so they're not concentrating on her crimes. It's like she's making it everyone else's crimes. Yeah, Jenny said that, but she didn't do it maliciously. And Meredith did say that she hired a private investigator against you. And she should have. And you fucking deserved all of it. So what are you screaming about? You don't get to scream and cry. You're not in the position to scream or cry, ma'am. 
yeah, so Jenny has this whole spiel about, like, did Meredith put a spell on Jen or something? I mean, she turned the whole private investigator shit on me. It's like, I did something wrong. What kind of spell did she put on? Because I want that spell. I would change my mindset about Mary. Okay, well, Jenny, I have to say, her, you know, her, 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 interview work has just always been terrible and just just now it feels even more annoying it's like oh man you do terrible interviews and you're racist god so then jen is like oh she brought it up to me and that's why that's why i brought up to you now that she's like so basically jen is deflecting it she's basically she's kind of backpedaling with meredith because now she's going to try to repair things with meredith and make jenny the outcast Right, and Meredith's like, Jen, please stop yelling. And then Jen does. And then Meredith points at her now. She's like, I have been kind to you. And you have not been kind to me. (laughs) It's my one accented word that you're going to get out of anger. (laughs) She did that a few times. I was like, where did that Canadian accent come from? Not going to do that. Commercials. Here comes one right now. Um, and so Jen is like, no, I do, Meredith, no. Oh, really? You were just yelling at me, and you said very nasty things. You think I didn't hear? But she says that in an English accent. She's so weird, because you're yelling at me, and you said some pretty nasty things. Did you think I didn't hear? <laughs> then why didn't you come on the bus? Why do you consistently make me feel like this? I talked to Brooks. I talked to you and Seth. What else did I do? And we get a horn bleep, which is another funny orchestral thing they do this episode. They just keep going. (laughs) 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 One simple. (laughs) And she's cry yelling, you know, about you didn't come on the bus. So what was I supposed to think? What else did I do? And Meredith's like, Chan, Chan. There's a lot more, and I'm kind enough of a soul not to bring it all up, because it's not going to end well. And Whitney's like, you know what? She tells us, I think I know what Meredith is talking about. Meredith thinks Jen hooked up with a man that Meredith was seeing when she was separated from Sep. Oh, can we start over just that one line? I almost had it. <laughs> Um, so then, um, so then we see like a rewind like one month earlier and Whitney, we see Whitney and Vale saying, um, I heard that she actually was the one who had a relationship with the guy she gaslighted you with. She says that to Meredith. Right. Why was that cut? I like that. They're just holding it. They're like, we'll need this later in the season. You know, the Jenna rest is going to get boring. So we're going to need to move on to the Jen Shaw marital affair. Okay, extramarital affair. So, um, yeah, so in this clip, Whitney's saying, so apparently Jen last year was accusing Meredith of having an affair, but now Whitney is saying that she's hearing that Jen was the one actually stripping that guy and just using it against Meredith, which is weird. So Meredith said in that clip, I do know that she has done some very questionable things to dig dirt up on every single one of us. Yeah, so then Whitney is like, but of course, I don't get a clear answer because Meredith is the queen of skimming over a question she doesn't want to answer. (sighs) Yeah, because none of it's your fucking business, Whitney, you little troublemaker. You started all of this, okay? And nobody owes you answers to your questions. 
Okay? And so Whitney's yelling, But the fact that you were not on the van today or on the van to fail makes it look like you had something to do with the fact that Jen was indicted. <laughs> it's like, that is literally... No, no. You are a moron. Like, you, are a moron. you are a moron. There is nothing okay? about that. I would never think that, oh, that's that means like she's not here. Therefore, she's working with the feds. What? And, Mer- and Meredith is like, oh, my God. Okay, great. Okay. It's a fucking joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have, to, I have to laugh. Let me do it again. <laughs> that's a joke. And that's what you all believe. Goodbye. Backwards hand flick. Goodbye. These are not my friends. Goodbye. 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 I'm out. That's a joke. As evidenced by this. That was a laugh or a joke. Still still laughing. Oh my god. I'm out. So she's like, goodbye. So she walks off again. Meredith is just the queen of the walk-offs today. It's so funny. And Whitney's just going, no, but I said that I believe tonight, Whitney. But now, oh, God, now I have to chase Meredith. Oh, God. She's like, go call the FBI. I'm going to go call the FBI, all right? (laughs) Yeah. So Whitney goes after her, and she's like, I'm done. I'm done. These aren't my friends, okay? I am done. She's that that was what was talked about in the van. So talk to me. So Meredith goes, yeah, I'm I'm out. I'm out. That's a revolting accusation. And re- I just want you to know the two things you need to take away from this conversation is the word revolting and I'm out. Because I'm going to say those words over and over again as much as possible. Revolting, I'm out. And Whitney's like, but it's not an accusation. Yes, it fucking is, Whitney. And you were the one who made it. And nobody's admitting that it was Whitney who started all of this. Nobody. They're just like letting Whitney fucking get away with it. Whitney, who's trying to get everybody in trouble the whole season. Everybody's just like, let Whitney skate. Like, do you guys not remember? This is all fucking Whitney. And now Whitney's trying to bring Meredith back and saying it's not an accusation, but not admitting that she didn't say it. Miss, like, oh, we just all have to be honest with each other. So... Yeah, it was an accusatory insinuation. I mean, okay. I'll A very strong suggestion. Yeah, so Meredith is like, I had nothing to do with the FBI. Okay, so now Whitney is holding Meredith's shoulder. <laughs> and Meredith is swinging her head back and forth, just giving Whitney each of her cheeks. <laughs> it was cracking. She's like, that is revolting, Whitney. Nah, I, Whitney, I can't, I can't. Because she won't push Whitney <laughs> off of her, but she doesn't want to look at her. Yeah, she's like, I am done. I'm disgusted, which is a reaction you get when you see something that's revolting. And Whitney, I'm finished. This is this is it. You, give me some space so I can do a, a backward hand snatch at the air. Come on, give me a little bit of space. Otherwise, I'm going to hit your face. I don't want to do violence. It's not the answer. And Whitney's like, but I am saying it because no one else has the guts to say it. And Meredith goes, well, thank you. I appreciate what you're saying, Whitney. And Whitney starts jumping up and down and whining. And she goes, I don't know what to believe. I want to hear your side. She's trying to use You don't know what of- to believe. You're the one who made up the shit in the first place. <laughs> Yeah, she's using lots of language of like, but I want to hear it from you. I want to hear your side. I, at least I was the one who was upfront about it. She's saying all these things that make it, that sound virtuous, that sound like she actually wants to know things on a deeper level. But no, she's just trying to cover her tracks and be a gossip and um, just stir shit up. 
Right. So now Mary is there. And Whitney's like, why weren't you and her on the bus today? And Mary goes, you can't say things like that to somebody. Like, you just, you just, you, you don't say things like that. She goes, but then why weren't you on the bus? <laughs> and Mary's like, so you think that she's the reason for her indictment? So then, yeah, because um, you're because Jen is a monster, and you and Heather are using her as a ballistic missile against your enemies. You absolute ding dong. That's why nobody <laughs> wants to fucking go on the bus with you. So outside, Lisa's like, Jen, Jen, I don't know what you're going through. Thank you so much for being there for me today. Listen, I can't fathom what you're going through, and I'm sure it's awful and devastating and stressful and unnerving for you and your family, which is why I recommend Fresh Wolf daily detoxification. It really helps with stress. And I don't want to add any more to it, okay? And I don't want to be a part of it, but there was a lot of stuff said on now, and I was just processing it all. And Meredith was very, very upset with me. I love that. And by the way, Jen is now perfectly calm. And then she gives Lisa the point. It's like, thank you for being there, Lisa. Thanks for being there. Like, they made her promise on the bus that she would stand up to Meredith, mm-hmm. you know. So then um, Jen's like, well, why was she upset with you? And she's like, she was upset with me because she said something like, she felt like I was not there for her 100. Mm-hmm. And Jen's like, oh, okay. Well, was she there for you 100%, Lisa, right now? Was she there for you? Against you? I mean, what are you even <laughs> talking about at this point? And Lisa's like, oh, wait a second. This could be a vulnerable moment for me. So she's like, I could have used a little bit more. I could have used a little bit more. I could have used a little bit more. I could have. I could have. Like, Was she there for you? Yes or no? I just, I literally, I, I, I could use a little bit more. It's like me when I order a regular size instead of super size. I could use a little bit more. I, could use I love more. when Lisa tries to fake cry and she just sounds like Santa trying to pass a big old poo poo. She's just like, I could have used more. Could have used more. So then, uh, then upstairs. So now Jen's screaming, "Say yes or no! Say yes or no, Lisa! Ah, say yes or no!" Which again, I don't even know what Jen's talking about anymore. So now Meredith and Whitney are back to Meredith and Whitney talking. Now Meredith is inexplicably back, and she's going, "These are not my friends. I'll say that." And Whitney goes, "Okay, yeah, that's what you should say. Go out and say that's why you weren't on the bus." And she's like, "I will." <laughs> she goes, "The nerve." So then Lisa's like, for me, I have been trying very hard to, and then she doesn't. I don't want to hear anything about that. Lisa cannot get a crying scene out. (laughs) She has been trying for three episodes now, and nobody will let her do it. So Meredith is like, I'm just saying, if you guys think that I'm feeding others, I'll tell you what I'm feeding. Mushed up bananas (laughs) to my little talented (laughs) toddler, Brooksy. (laughs) he put the square through the square hole at last and it was a big moment okay so listen it's fucking insane that i'm feeding evidence the fbi and i feel like every time i'm around you guys i'm being attacked and i have been nothing but honest with everybody and i would not feed information on somebody i don't have information to feed at this point and just like, yeah, but that's what they're telling me. Oh my God, Jen. Jesus. So then uh, Meredith basically tells us, I'm like, I think the FBI is a little smarter than Jen Shaw. Like they can find Jen Shaw, right? Yeah. So then Jen is telling us she has another 
another nonsensical uh, diary room. She's like, everyone is trying to cover their own asses because I feel like everyone's been saying mean, horrible things about me. But then when Jen Shaw shows up and everyone's like backtracking, like, oh shit, Jen's still here. I thought she was in Breakers Island. Like, no, surprise. I'm still here. I'm still here. <laughs> you know what, ladies? I'm... I I'm out. I'm out. Okay, I'm out. Have, have a good night. Enjoy this. This this is bullshit. I'm out. I'll see you in about 30 more seconds. Okay, I'm out. I'm out. So, yeah, she leaves again. And Jen, uh, Jen goes, Jenny! <laughs> she starts yelling at Jenny again. And then Jenny's like, what? She just clarified it. What are you mad at? And she's like, then why don't you go apologize to her for fucking it up? She's like, how did I fuck it up? Don't chuckle, Mary. I didn't say anything about you because Mary's like... In the, in the corner. Mary's having a great time. She's just like sort of lingering in the background without like a plate of food and stuff. So Jen, <laughs> Jen is like, Mary actually has my back right now. Oh, okay. I, I guess. And I'm trying to be your friend. That's what Jenny says. And then we get a and Jen's like, yeah, but you told me she said all this shit about me. And Jenny's like, oh, listen, I told you everything I heard. And Lisa pipes in like, guys, guys, here's what I'm saying. Meredith knows a lot of shit. And that's it. I mean, Lisa, oh. <laughs> now what are you doing? So yes. now Jenny walks off, which is like, poor Jenny. You can't, you're, I know that you're new, but you can't just have a walk-off now. There's already been nine walk-offs. Granted, yes. eight of them were by the same person. But still, like, it's very ineffective for you to walk off, right? And so Lisa's like, you know what? It's not that it was anything to hurt you or anything else, you know? And then Jen picks up a box and throws it at Lisa. And she's like, you can give that to your friend Jenny. I'm out! And now Jen walks off. I yeah. mean... And that's, that's how crazy this this episode is and this season is, is that the box throwing doesn't even... Like, we didn't even know there'd be a box throwing. And normally on, like, another... On Beverly Hills, it would be, like, the beginning of the season would be, like, someone throwing a box of tissues across a table and then it would say, six months earlier. And the entire season would be building up to the moment when Lisa Rinna throws a box of tissues. But here is just, like, just another little piece of flavor. So Jen goes inside and Lisa goes, you know what, Jen? And Jen goes, get the fuck out of my face. I'm so sick of your fucking lies. I didn't lie. I didn't lie. You're fucking liar, Lisa. You know what, Jen? You know what? I'm going to let you go because I'm not chasing you because I'm supposed to be crying right now. God, you fucking liar! <laughs> so she goes upstairs and Lisa goes, you're not healthy. <laughs> and then uh, Meredith is in her room on the phone with Brooks and she's well, like, just, honey. By the way, I just want sorry to interrupt. This was funny to me because the first thing we hear her say is like, this is like crazy town, honey. So I assume she's just talking to Seth. <laughs> and then when we find out it's Brooks, I was like, what? <laughs> you're talking to Brooks about this? Uh, yeah, of course. You're going to talk to your drama queen son about it. You're not going to talk to Seth. Seth would be like, did Whitney show a tits? <laughs> Tell me, if, did you take any picture of Whitney's boobs? Do it. <laughs> of course you called Brooks. Yeah. So yeah, she's, so she's like, this is crazy town. He goes, but are you, like, mentally okay, mom? Um, well, I'm not in a very good space, but I'm okay. Hold on, let me see if I can still grab the air. Yeah, I can do it. I, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. But everyone is saying that I turned John and then he got me on. <laughs> and he's like, but if you did turn her in, then he gets a fuck. She was still allegedly the one defrauding people. <laughs> thank you. I mean, I've never said thank you before to Brooks Marks, but thank you 
for being the actual voice of reason. Now, please put down your glue gun and your Hobby Lobby feathers because you're making your mother look like a total asshole. Okay? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, well, I didn't. I didn't turn her in. And, and, he's, and she goes, I, you know what? This, I'm done. I'm done. You know me. You know me. I, I'm just, I, I'm done. I'm done. So he's like, you know what? I feel bad for all the husbands who sent them on this stupid trip. Not because they wasted their money, because they were wearing Tevas when they did it. Ugh, feels so bad for them. <laughs> so then outside, Lisa comes back out fuming, and she's like, oh my god, the, she's calling me a liar? What did I do? And Heather's like, Jenny Wen does not deserve this. Where is Jenny? And Mary's like, Jenny rat, uh, Mary's like, Jenny rant. So you don't even see what Jenny just did? So, okay, you know what? I'm going to walk off now. I'm going to walk off now. Bye, I'm walking off. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. When he's like, the key is she has enough information on Jen that she knows something. I'm like, all she knows is that Jen. Okay. Here's what Meredith knows. Meredith knows that Jen, um, is no longer allowed in Louis Vuitton. She knows that Jen's employee tried to steal something from her store. And she knows that Jen has been sending fake text messages to terrorize Brooks Marks. She's not know about some sort of crazy mail fraud ring uh, that's happening across like several different states across the country. She does not know that much. I'm sorry. She does not. And Mary's like, yeah, but if you know that and you're a friend, you just shut your mouth. And Whitney's like, yeah, but I'm the only one willing to tell her the truth. Really? I'll believe that when you go admit that you were the one who started all this shit. Until then, be quiet. So uh, Lisa's like, I'm not going to assume responsibility for their relationship. That's what's happening. (laughs) And Heather said, no, no, I don't think that's what happened. Like, Jenna's questioning her relationship with you because I told her to. And Meredith is questioning her relationship. You know what? I really forgot. But you know what? I think Mary, maybe both of them. I forgot what we're talking about. This is a lot. This is a lot. We've started a lot of shit here. <laughs> well, I'm questioning my relationship with both of them. That's what I'm doing. So Whitney's like, you two. Hey, look, Heather and Lisa, you two are on the same team. Empowerment. My spirituality worked. Empowerment. And Lisa's like, there are no teams. Okay. We're all friends. Okay. We're all in the same happy meal together. No, the team is us. And she's like smiling crazily now because Whitney, you know, I, I won't go off on Whitney anymore. I mean, it's her plan. It's like come to fruition. She's like the dumbest supervillain ever. She's just sitting there smiling, you know, because now it's just her and Heather alone at the table after sending everybody into like crazy town, right? right. And so Lisa walks off all pissed looking for Jenny. And Heather's like, Am I allowed to go home now? Like she had nothing to do with any of this. And then uh, Whitney's like, Yeah, I think I just need to sit in silence for a moment and bask. We're ambassadors for our own life. So then Meredith's upstairs, still saying, These are not my friends. I need to wipe the whole circle out. Bottom line. But I love that show. No, not the circle on Netflix. Just my friends' circles. You can still watch that, my little baby binky boo. Need to wipe out the whole circle. You're lucky that Whitney didn't hear that. She'd tell everybody you were a fucking serial killer. (laughs) So... Brooks is talking to Jen, and he's like, maybe you can reassess in the morning, Mom. 
and Jen sneaks in and she's kind of listening at the door, but then shows her face. <laughs> and she's like, anyway, honey, Jen is standing here. I love you very much. Just know that this brokenness I'm feeling will never, ever be healed. Talk soon. <laughs> Good night, Moon. Good night, Dresser. You got it from here, Brooks, right? Okay, good. So then um, Meredith just stares at Jen, and Jen's like, can we Can we just, like, talk without a thousand... <laughs> I know, she now has... She's like a little girl with a blankie, you know, <laughs> like, just coming into Mom's room because she had a nightmare. She's like, well, without 8,000 people interjecting that I called the FBI on you, no, I did not do that. And Jen says, well, I didn't think you did, but I wanted to ask you, did you know what was going to go down that day? <laughs> this is my innocent baby cry. <laughs> and she's like, of course not. How could I know what was going to go down that day? She's like, but that's what I thought. But then I was like, is that why you're not on the bus? <laughs> Do you see what's coming at me down there? It's not just you. It's all of you. And that's why I wasn't on the bus. There's so much tension, and I just didn't want to subject myself to five hours where I couldn't escape. I'm being honest with you. I have an immense amount of feathers in my ask. I mean, compassion for you. I don't want to see your family go through that. And Mary's now there. And, you know, just kind of standing at the door watching them. And Jen tells us, you know, I want to believe Meredith because I do believe Meredith. Like, I didn't believe she would do this. But, you know, like, if she truly had anything to do with calling the feds, that's completely disgusting. Because not only are the allegations false, you're talking about something that would hurt my family for years. Jen, no one can call the feds and ruin your life unless you were doing something that they could tell them about. So please stop blaming the entire world for your family being ruined, lady. I also just don't think that, like, if Meredith were going to call the feds and, like, rat out Jen, that she would still keep filming with her. I think I would keep a pretty low profile. So um, Meredith is like, okay, I because Jen's not like... <laughs> Mary's like, okay, I know, I know, uh, you're hysterical. Please, please, please. Okay, let me give you a hug. All right, it's, it's not the same without the feathers, but it'll be the best that I can do. All right, let me give you a hug. Now they're hugging. And Jen's fake sobbing. I can't take any more. Yeah, because the people you robbed literally have zero now. Okay, there's no more to take, lady. Commercials. Here comes one right now. And yes, now they're all like best friends hugging. And uh, Mary's like, well, maybe they could be friends again. Like five years. Or like maybe four. Maybe four years. Yeah. Jenna's like, is today the first day we got here? I mean, we have three more days to go. So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, oh, okay. Well, you know, the night they got stuff out and the night ended peacefully. And now they can just enjoy a lovely rest of their vacation so now it's the next morning and everyone's waking up and people are in bed checking their phone milling about the kitchen and then meredith comes running into the kitchen in like this red satin pajamas or, or like silk shiny red shiny pajamas and sunglasses and the camera crew she's storming so fast they can't they don't have time to to get the camera crew out of the shot and she just starts storming through and she goes oh well you can spew lies about me all day and night but do not bring my sister into it I'm like 
what? Do not bring my father or my sister into it. She's like pointing and, and circling her fingers like sparklers at Seth's first July 4th, just making boobs <laughs> over and over again at everybody. And she's she tells us, last night, Lisa came into my room. Which, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. Why didn't Lisa anybody, knows. why wasn't anybody on Lisa duty last night? Because you all knew she was going to pull this shit, right? So Lisa went in there and said that the women were spent. This is like another accented word for her. All of the women were speculating that I had lied about my father's memorial because I didn't want to get on the bus with everybody because I was the one who turned Jen into the FBI. <laughs> so Meredith's like, my family is off limits. Is that clear? Is that clear? Uh, you're yelling at a potholder. I don't care if it's a potholder or a human holder. Whatever it is, I want to make sure every single appliance and utensil in this kitchen knows that my family is off limits and she was yelling this at jenny specifically right and so because jenny she was yelling it to the whole house but jenny was the only one in there and she's like is that clear and jenny's like whatever like not even paying attention you know she's just going about making her coffee and meredith goes keep spewing lines about me go ahead go ahead i will be circling my fingers upstairs (laughs) i'll call the cia while i'm at it both the government agency and the culinary program in Poughkeepsie, new york Okay, so Whitney. So is- Heather's in bed hearing this, like, "Oh my God, what's happening?" And and Whitney comes in with like a whole pot of coffee, and uh, she's like, "Who's she yelling at?" And Whitney's like, "She's yelling at us all to come into the kitchen and talk." And I just made eye contact with her and tiptoed out. <laughs> Heather's like, "I don't want to. I don't want to deal with this yet." And so Meredith's like, "You guys can smackily all you want, but I'm leaving. I have fun. I'm, I'm in one second. You know what you're gonna get? You're gonna get. I'm out. I'm not there yet. I'm just at. I'm leaving. But I'll be at. I'm out very soon. Okay." So when Jen sneaks into Whitney and Heather's room and she's got her like Louis Vuitton hat and big sunglasses and they all get in bed listening to this yelling and Heather's got a box of sugar babies, the real breakfast of champions, and they just hide under the covers and giggle. Yeah, you know what? Maybe I need to go upstairs and call the CIA on somebody. I'm sorry. Maybe that's what. And so now they're all like hiding under the blankets, and Heather's like, "Jen, she already hates you. So you go and fight. You go fight first. You go in there and fight, fight first. Jen's like, "No, she likes me now." They're like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> she's like i don't know i don't know how to explain it i think i dreamed it so then <laughs> meredith and lisa lisa comes into meredith's room and meredith's screaming i'm done i'm finished i am done now this is my 13th walk off of the show you just i'm gonna parachute off american fucking airlines that's how much i'm gonna walk out today like she's losing it and lisa's like meredith what happened and she goes oh well, I woke up to reality. That's what happened. My father's memorial was fake, and and that's why I said I couldn't go. And she's like, oh, wait, Lisa. I mean, wait, Meredith, nobody said that. Nobody said that. My father died, so I couldn't go in a fucking sprinter van. No, nobody said it was a fake memorial. Nobody said that. And she's just screaming, my family is off limits. 
And then so uh, Mary and Heather, no, Whitney, Heather, and Jen are all in the hallway in sunglasses, just like listening. They're stopped mm-hmm. halfway listening to everything. And Whitney's like, I'm going to go to the kitchen. And Meredith is still telling us this is insanity. And Lisa's like, what can I do to make this better? What can I do to secret sauce this? Just tell me what I can do. <laughs> I and I'm upset. Please, Lisa. I I don't want to yell at you. I don't want to yell and scream. But I'm very close to being like your favorite vending machine when you've gone to it too much. I'm out. I'm out. We're a podcast, and I am disgusted with these women right now. And Lisa's like, but nobody said it was a fake memorial. Well, that's not what you said last night, Lisa. She's like, but Lisa, but Meredith, it was in context to why you weren't on the van on the first trip. Okay, so even in that context, if you're telling her what actually happened, they were speculating if it was real or not. They were. So if you said that, it was still the truth. And she's like, I had nothing to do with that. Yo, what is she doing right now? It's unbelievable. You know what? I think that what happened was there were like two conversations. There was like a conversation where we're like, hey, what goes into a McNugget? Is it real chicken? No, it's fake. And the other one was, hey, I wonder if Meredith is being real about going to a memorial right now. And she conflated the fake chicken with the real memorial and her fake memorial. I think that's what happened. Um, so Lisa's like, why can't we just talk about that? And Meredith goes, listen, because last night I said I wasn't ready to talk, and people kept poking me, choking me, and being rude to me, all right? <laughs> and Mary is Mary's in the kitchen. She's, like, in her Brooks Mark sweatsuit, you know, like, totally team Meredith. And she says, oh, I'll take up. Take up, you know what? I'm gonna eggs. I'm gonna <laughs> eat food. I'm gonna take, you know, food. So Mary comes in, and she's like, brought food. food for you and yeah because Whitney's like I'm gonna make huevos rancheros tomorrow I'm like no one cares Whitney no one cares so Lisa's like hey Mer uh, can I finish with Meredith for a second just for a few minutes please please and Meredith's like (laughs) and Mary just stands there eating her eggs because they both said we don't want eggs we can't eat and Meredith's like but I appreciate it so she's like please Mary give us a few seconds and Mary just stands there and the clown music starts playing and she just stands there kind of eating their eggs she's like okay (laughs) <laughs> she like lives very 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 slowly like, okay <laughs> listen Mar, Mar, she what? turns she turns and then she walks really slowly to the door and then she just stands in the doorway with her back to them eating her eggs like does this count my, my back <laughs> i'm is not turned. in the room i'm not in the room <laughs> so lisa's like hey do you have hostility towards me? She's like, yes, because I feel like you've been hostile towards me, and it's making me angry, if I'm honest. You want to see me do the circular boob motions with my fingers? She's like, well, Meredith, are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me right now? I think you've had growing hostility for me since the end of last summer, if I'm being honest. And Lisa tells us, are you kidding me right now? I've been her punching bag since... One, the Shabbat dinner. Um, when when Lisa was trying to make Meredith make up with Jen. Okay, mm-hmm. so Lisa, sorry, but that one is you trying to force her to be with somebody that she hates and has reason to hate. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's your fault. So then Lisa's like, two, ice fishing. Oh, yeah, when you were trying to force her again to have a fight with Jen on camera. Okay, mm-hmm. that's your fault. I can't listen to the projecting, deflecting, and keto timer anymore. <laughs> Whatever. Keto timer. <laughs> three was fall luncheon 
uh, with Meredith. You traumatize my family. Again, trying to force her to talk to Jen. All those examples are you making light of Jen's actions and telling her she should get over it. So you're wrong. That's true. So Meredith is like, I feel like every time we talk, it turns into a hostile situation. And, you know, I'm getting angry in a way that's not nice. Just, Meredith, Meredith, I am fuming mad. So please, let me cool down right now. So Heather and Jen have been listening this whole time. And they're like, oh my god, they're done. So they start sliding on their socks down the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, um... And then in the kitchen, Jenny's like, okay, you guys were listening, so what did I miss, Heather? Just tell me. And Heather's like, well, I guess Lisa went to Meredith and told her we were speculating on the party bus that the memorial for her dad was fake. And Whitney tells us, here we go again, Lisa Barlow, trying to get ahead of the story to cover your tracks. It's like, Which is what Whitney does, by the way, also. So Jenny is like, I didn't think, I, I didn't think we said it was fake. I think we said, is it true? Which is... <laughs> Thanks for that distinction, Jenny. <laughs> Thank yes. you so much. Like you questioned, you still questioned whether or not she was at her dad's memorial. I mean, it's and it so was tacky. you who did it, by the way, Jenny. Yeah, it was you who did it again. So um, Heather's like, uh, Mary just goes, um, "Well, first, Jenny says, I mean, yeah." I'm like, sorry, guys. I got lost in my notes a little bit. She says, "Yeah, we didn't know. We didn't say it was fake. We just said, is it true?" And then Mary goes, "Um, no." And Heather says, so Jenny talks and you're just mad that Jenny talked. And she goes, I, I just can't. I can't do her. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. And Jenny's like, I can't talk. And Heather goes, it seems like you're completely dismissing her. And Mary goes, I don't I don't even want to talk to her. And Heather goes, why? She goes, because I don't, Heather. And she goes, but, but that's not acceptable. Goes, it is for me. And it will be. And you will accept it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Heather, like you I mean, have to accept it because I don't. I don't even. And Heather's like, but I thought you wanted to be peaceful. She goes, I want to talk about what matters. <laughs> I, she like, goes, I uh, care about what matters. And and she goes, well, he- well, Jenny matters. She goes, not to me. Not to me. I mean, Mary, it's funny. Mary is so cruel. And she, I mean, I will say, I mean, she is, um, she really does know how to draw a boundary for herself. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> no kidding. She's like, I don't like her. They're like, Jenny matters. She's like, she doesn't matter to me. Jenny's like, okay, I don't matter. And I just thought all the matters talk was very funny during her Black Lives Matter week. I was well, like, oh my God, did they release this on purpose? Did they just say, hey, wait, we've got that episode where everybody talks about whose life matters um, for a good solid two minutes. Can we just wait to reveal all this Jenny stuff until then? Okay, great. Good meeting, everybody. Well, good I think lunch. like a week ago, we'd all been like, oh my God, Mary Cosby is so cruel because I mean here she is leading a religious congregation and she says that a human being doesn't matter but this week we're all like yeah Mary you say <laughs> good for her so then uh Jenny is like Mary thinks I'm an upper I'm, I'm like upper class and I, like Mary thinks she's upper class and I'm down here so she treats me like one of her workers at home but like like you don't matter well fuck you if you don't want to listen get the hell out it's like okay let's just settle down Jenny just like you're just so extra in her in her diary rooms so Meredith comes in with sunglasses and her head is shaking, you know, and they're like, do you want some food? And she goes, I don't have an appetite, really. So I want to know who was speculating that I formulated a memorial for my father um, so I didn't have to go on the van because that was the most absurd piece of turd. Sad statement I've ever heard. Which actually, I had a fourth, oh, well, rhyme, I, a third I, rhyme in there. Kind after of all, out. I'm wow. really getting my hang of this. <laughs> wow! After all this time, I did accidentally kind of 
do a lyric there. <laughs> so she's like, so please clarify because I need to know who my friends are and aren't. So Whitney goes, then- it's a speculation that you wouldn't, but if you did, that's fucked up. <laughs> she was like, well, I didn't. She's like, ah. so that like, it's so like intense. And then Lisa goes, can we just go to Slot Canyon and be one with Mother Earth? <laughs> and then, just like that, all of this basically just ends. Yeah, Heather's like, your husband's asked me to show you a good time, and that's what we're gonna do. And someone said, but is Meredith gonna go? She goes, if she wants to stay friends with me, she's gonna. We're gonna have an amazing time. It's mothers. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I, I think she made it pretty clear she doesn't want to be friends with any of you guys. So she goes, well, we all she goes, we all have to show up and be kind and be vulnerable with each other and like enjoy what we're doing here. And no more lines in the sand, guys. That's why we're in this situation. So then... It's just, like, chill. And Meredith says, you know what? I'm very upset with Lisa, but I am here. My husband, Seth, sent me, and this is a Mother's Day gift. So I will let this all go so we can move forward and enjoy this weekend. So then Heather announces that um, she's found Lisa's nail, because one of Lisa's pop-on nails popped off. <laughs> and it was in it was in Meredith's room. Yeah. And then, you know, everybody basically gets ready and goes to East Zion and they meet Robert and Micah for some off-roading guys. Yeah. So then they hop in buggies and they're like driving around in buggies. I was so relieved that we did not have the scene where they're driving their own buggies, and then you have the one buggy that's going crazy, like the Lisa Vanderpump buggy, where it's like, oh, look at me being wild. And then the one buggy that's slow. We just Got in the buggies, just went. And then they um, they, they get into harnesses because they're going to go down into a slot canyon. And they're hiking. And then they're, like, going down into a canyon. Like, really, it's just, like, nothing's really happening. It's just, like, fun, scenery, joking, woohooing, etc. And, um, you know, Lisa says, if you get lost, just look for the Louis Vuitton tread. Ha! Uh, and Heather's uh, they're getting they're repelling or something so Heather they're all getting harnesses and Heather's like I lied about my weight on the intake forms is that gonna be okay <laughs> so um uh she's Meredith's like well the canyon's gorgeous unfortunately no one is cutting anyone's rope while they're repelling yet <laughs> couldn't help it had to laugh and then Lisa is doing her phony baloney, like everything's so great for it. She's like, that is amazing. <laughs> I don't know. That's a little Reza, but there is something like, <laughs> like there's some weird, like cross between Reza and Pee Wee Herman that she does yeah. when she's like, um, feigning <laughs> happiness. Yeah. So Mary's just like struggling with all the repelling. And it's just funny because they keep cutting back and forth for her between what is how she is struggling and then her experience how she details her experience of it she's like she's like yeah this is an area I grew up in you know growing up in utah like i love this this is i'm just like so in the moment and i'm totally like zoned in and i'm just really right there and you just see her be like like don't like repelling exactly how you expect mary m cosby to repel <laughs> and then she gets to the bottom and it goes <laughs> so then uh she's like you know i mean I grew up in Utah, so this feels cleansing. But you know what? 
I don't need to see Heather's nipples. I, I really, you know what? I don't. I don't need to. I don't need to see them. And they just show a close up of Heather's headlights. Yeah, and she's like, "Cover it up." They got. They have covers. They have covers. So, um, they uh, they go back to the buggies, and now it's nighttime, and they're all yeah, back. So in the house. now, basically, yeah, the rest of this is just like fun and games, fun and games. Like they go back to the house. They decide to have club night at the house and so they all get dressed up and they all get fancy and they're all laughing and they just had the best bonding day and of course jen who is just you know allegedly stolen from all these seniors and has to move her family into a small house still has a full glam team yeah (laughs) on staff for her ridiculousness and jenny made a reservation for dinner but they were too late so they have a little buffet at home Mm mm-hmm and um, they're just so now they're all just like eating dinner and everything. And Meredith goes, So, did everyone see their favorite part of the day yet? And then Lisa's like, All of it, all of it. Well, I liked the experience of the 60 to 65 foot rappelling. And I love taking all the pictures with everyone. It was fun. It's like, what? And, <laughs> yeah. And Jenny's like, what? what is going on with her? Whatever she's taking upstairs, give me some. Because this is crazy. I think the biggest controversy at this dinner was Heather having the fucking nerve to arrive and pick up a piece of bread and go, oh, is this focaccia? Oh, no. Is it a ciabatta? How dare you? I mean, I thought we were on the same team. And you don't know the difference between a ciabatta and a focaccia? I can't. You are are no no longer sitting at this table, ma'am. There are no teams. There are no teams. Okay, we're all in this together. So then Lisa goes... We are all mothers, and we are all ambassadors, and we are all gluten. (laughs) Hey, to you three... I'm sorry about what happened this morning. Like, my intention when I went into Meredith's room was not to upset her. It was just to create some distance between me and the rest of you, okay? And I'm sorry that it came out that way, but there was no fake word ever used, ever. And Whitney's like, thanks, because that was an interesting way to wake up. And I'm used to Justin's hairy butt crack in my face, so that's saying something. And Lisa's like, oh, and I didn't mean to say anything about your family. Okay, okay, yay, we're all on the same page. I'm the same team. Amazing. <laughs> She's like, and I'm going to need to listen to it a few times. I want to invite you all to my Vita event. And Mary's like, when? tonight ah, yeah i think you'll all appreciate the fashion and the modern take on the 80s okay because some of us never really left there right so whitney's like we're finally and in getting invited to a, a an aida no vita ah, start from the top we're finally getting invited to vita from shaza sunset's house wait what are we doing and lisa's like oh you didn't get invited to anything you didn't get invited to an event last year Lisa and Whitney's like, no, you never invited me anywhere. Can you please send me a style guide so I know what to wear? Whitney, you're asking for style guides from this cast? Yeah. Don't you remember what they just did to you at a cooking class? And then Jen enters and she has maracas. The maracas just never go away because they did go from door to door being like, tonight's Club Zion. And they had the maracas. So then uh, Mary's like, uh, Jenny, I just I want to apologize for you today for saying you don't matter. I mean, for me, I just shut the door on opening new people in my life. And I don't mean it personally. It could have been anyone. I, I would be a bitch to anyone. <laughs> yeah, it was so weird. Uh, she's like, just hate new people. 
Thanks. And Jenny's like, uh, oh, then Jenny tells us, well, look, I have anger issues. And for a year, I went into anger management because one night I threw shit at my husband and I was throwing so much stuff that I broke his ribs. And then I was like, maybe I need to control my anger. Ha ha. Um, so now you're in a, you're a fucking domestic violence. <laughs> you're an abuser. You're abuser a fucking abuser racist. too? <laughs> oh my God. What well, a week. I mean, she's. Re- I'm like Jenny. You know that, like, this is the season two stuff. You're letting it out too early. <laughs> no so, kidding. I mean, with with as such cold climate as they have in Utah, the bitch flowers should not be blooming this early. Like, <laughs> what the hell is this? An already bloomed flower you guys just got at Home Depot? Like, what the hell's going on with Jenny? You abuse your fucking husband too to the point he got broken ribs. Oh my god, is it too late to add a fuck you to Jenny? What the hell? <laughs> I hate to see what she'll do to the sister wife. So then, um, so anyway, Jenny's like, well, thank you. And then everyone, they're like done with dinner. So they're going to go downstairs to Club Zion's. They go down there. Of course, there's a stripper pole. And they're just like dancing and partying. And Heather's really upset because she's like, the only time I go to the club is if there's men there. So if there's no men, like what's even the point? And, um, you know, they're just sort of like having lots of fun. It's basically like one of those very sad parties that they have on Below Deck when they want to turn like the galley into a club and they put up a bunch of balloons and there's like five people dancing. That's what this was. Yeah. Then they get in bikinis and go in the pool and like show boobies and like hug each other and kiss each other. It's like a woohoo kind of a night. So then uh, in the morning, Meredith uh, is in bed with Lisa. They wake up and then Whitney wakes up in bed with Jen in the same room. Yeah. And um, (laughs) they're, (laughs) they're like, what the hell happened last night? What happened? And Jen Shaw just has a big lash on her chest. They're like, oh my God, Jen's lashes are crawling around the bed. Yeah, they were everywhere. I mean, this is actually my favorite side of Jen Shaw when she's not being um, a A lunatic. Yeah, a lunatic victim. When she's just actually just like she has a big smile on her face and she's just like having a really fun time. There's actually something I can actually see that being something kind of infectious to be around. She looks like she's so fun when she's being like normal <laughs> which is so rare so um meredith is <laughs> meredith sees lisa out there out in like the foyer or something and um she's like oh why didn't you stay with me you went to oh she sees jenny she's like why don't you stay with me you went to bed and jenny's like well i was dead tired and would i don't know why i just guys i really want you guys to know yeah it's the end nothing really happens they just they go into the kitchen no, they're all her laughing rancheros, finally she finally made her huevos rancheros yeah they're all in the kitchen they're laughing and cracking up and lisa goes to the fridge and milk falls out and they're like that's why you don't let lisa around appliances <laughs> like lisa are the, is that a giant bag of Kit Kats? She's like, yeah, it's breakfast. What? <laughs> um, but basically, they're just having a really good time and laughing together. And it's really sad because, you know, the stuff with Jen, I mean, Jen will probably most likely go to prison, right? From what everybody's reading. Mary left the show. She quit. Um, and then Jenny, they can't keep. I mean, I can't see under what circumstances they would keep that asshole. So she, yeah, it's she, like she, finally. And yeah. And she's. Jenny has not brought enough anyway. So I feel like she was already kind of a little bit on the chopping block because I don't think that Jenny has been that interesting all season. She's had some moments, but then this stuff comes out and it's like, okay, there's not like, you know, there's, she's, uh, my feeling is they're going to um, reduce her to like, she'll be a friend of next season. And then she'll be like Nicole on Orange County. She'll be a friend of that just goes away. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because they're already shooting season three. So she's already in season three. 
but they're not giving her the cutter out of everything you know treatment of course you know this was a group trip so we don't maybe they just couldn't but mm-hmm. um you know i it's sad because you see an episode like this and they are so fun to watch you know we don't recap as much of it because there's not much going on but they are so fun to watch they're having a good time and it's like oh they finally gelled i don't think i remember them honestly having this good of a time together in the whole series and now it has to change again you know yeah Damn it. Well, I mean, what's crazy is they finally gel. So in my mind, I was bracing for, okay, now next week it's the season finale because they patched up everything. But next week, it's like, nope, they're just back to yelling at each other and Lisa being locking herself in a bathroom and being like, fuck Meredith Marks. So, I mean, the madness is just going to continue Fuck Meredith week. Marks. What a whore. She's fucked half of New York. Zoinks. Zionoinks. <laughs> Thank you guys yeah. so much for listening. Um, hopefully, we'll see a whole bunch of you guys um, on Thursday in New York City. And the rest of you will, will see online at Moment House. Go to momenthouse.com slash watch what crappens. Uh, and we will be back later with our recap. Uh, well, tomorrow with our recap of Summer House. Bye, everyone. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C. Dana Do. Erin McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. Kristen the Piston Anderson. We McLovin. Karen McClellan. She's always supplying. It's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg. You can't have a burger without the Berg. She's our queen, Marie Levine. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Erica, 500 days of summers. The incredible edible Matthews sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. Mina Coochie Coochie Coochie. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Kristen, the Ruby Rubano. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. 